Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Here we go. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro, and today I'm with a very elusive, hard to get a hold of because he's super busy grinding, hustling in the in the snow game here on the podcast over the phone. We have Christian with CNI Lawn Service. How's it going, man? Hey, Naylor. Thanks again for having me on the podcast. And uh, yeah, we have been crazy busy. We're up in the Chicagoland area here and uh mainly reached out a couple weeks ago and uh ever since then we've had like snowmageddon it seems like every every week or so so thanks again <laughs> for having me on the podcast yeah no problem and i want to correct it's cni services not lawn services right so that's my fault cni yep so where where'd that name come from what's the c and i i'm guessing c is for christian yeah c is for christian and then my brother isaac uh that's from the that's the i so my brother is, so I'm 18 right now, and uh, my brother's actually 14. Uh, this is my, we've been doing, uh, serv- you know, lawn care and landscaping services uh, for about seven or eight, I think it's maybe going on to our eighth, eighth season. Um, but, uh, you know, obviously over the last couple of years, I mean, four, four or five, we've uh, be- we became a sole proprietorship about four years ago, and then an LLC you know, just over two years ago. So it's definitely really evolved, and uh, my brother uh, help, help me start it basically with, you know, a little bit of a small initial investment. And, uh, and basically from there, uh, he was just helping me, you know, weed whack, pick up sticks, keep in mind that he was only what, nine or 10 years old. <laughs> I was going to say, it yeah. <laughs> so pretty, pretty minimal work. And then, uh, you know, he's a athlete and a, you know, he's at school. Um, so basically over the last couple of years, I've really kind of taken, uh, you know, the hold of it and by you know ma- major i've really taken it up a notch and isaac does help out uh you know i'd say once or twice a week um but more of a you know more of a laborer type thing um but he does help a lot and especially on some of our marketing stuff he has some great ideas but uh definitely um i've taken taken it by the horn, horns per se awesome so what what services do you offer like pretty much anything and everything for lawn and landscape yeah, so we do, uh, you know, up in here in Chicagoland, we we do uh, lawn care, so mowing. Um, we do uh, all the seasonal services. So up here, we typically do detaching in the spring, aeration once or twice a year in the spring and fall. Uh, we offer uh, some organic fertilizing, which is uh, definitely a niche and a really interesting uh, option up here. We we offer um, malorganite, which we're a big fan of. Um, you've probably heard of that before. Yes. Um, and then we uh, offer also we're getting into landscaping uh, installation. We got we got uh, we really expanded into that in 2020. We started offering the smaller services of installation and planting in 2019, 
in 2020, we really delved deep into uh, getting to know a lot of the local plants and uh, as well as planting. We worked with a couple of designers around here, did our first couple, you know, small, medium projects. And then in 2020, we are expanding, hopefully, to a lot of these medium to larger size uh, design and installation product uh, projects. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, going to add a designer to the team eventually. But um, that's where we're at. And basically what our goal is for our clients is we're able to offer services for them all year round. So uh, also, you know, maintenance, installation. We also offer annuals, flowers up here is a pretty big deal. So, you know, Christmas pots, uh, you know, winter greens, uh, begonias, that type of flowers in the summer. Uh, moms and all those cabbages type things in the fall. So we really try to make the most out of every client and make sure they're happy. And uh, and also, of course, that we're probably going to get it more into is snow removal. That's been a pretty big uh, deal for us. And that's how we actually get a lot of our clients. A lot of it is, you know, you hear us all the time, mowing's foot in the door. But uh, actually what we found is snow removal is a good foot in the door as well. And uh, so, yeah, we can, we'll go down that path soon. But, uh, yeah, it's a little bio about us. Wow. Yeah. So uh, just to go back, because um, you you have a lot of stuff going on, which is awesome. So a, a, cu- a couple of things that I want to follow up on. One is what made you go into the organic side of things versus, you know, the traditional chemicals, you know, the synthetic, I guess. So is we what you do call. use, right. We use a light amount of synthetic stuff, but mostly we promote our organics because there's so many great benefits and uh, it just turns those lawns so much greener. Now I don't have, uh, there's a couple of guys I know, I think closer to the St. Louis area um, and some that are in the South area that use like uh, compost tea, which is like a spray on organic uh, mixture. Um, there's a couple of guys I have in mind, but we don't do that yet, but we do really promote the organics because of how it's actually more cost effective for the clients. There's a lot of great, um, it's a, it's a great way to promote yourself as being a greener company in the green industry. You know, we got to, you know, it's, we're on that trend and we got to keep contributing to it. And we don't do exclusively organic because there's a lot of things that need to be addressed with synthetics. Um, but we do emphasize that we have, we actually do have uh, three or four, when we offer our uh, fertilization, we offer three or four steps of it as organic and just minimal um, other, uh, granulars for, you know, grubs and basically broadleaf, but that's about it. Um, so there's just very, there's a lot of benefits for, for our clients. And, uh, I think it's kind of an image thing as well is that, you know, not that many people are really uh, promoting that around here that they, they uh, offer organics. Um, and it's a great way to improve your image of your company. Absolutely. So, uh, what's been the evolution of the services? Did you start out the gate when you were, I mean, when did you start? How old were you when you started? So I think I was around 10 or 11 years old when we first started, but obviously first year, two, three years, you know, just cutting my lawn and then a couple more and then a couple more. And I think by the third year, we maybe had 15 or 20 lawns. Um, and then I think the, the third year was when I purchased it was either third or fourth year when I purchased my first Bobcat Quick Cat 36 stand on mower. Um, and basically, so throughout this, uh, I started it at the, uh, the summer after, or the spring of my fifth grade year in, in elementary school. Wow. That was when I got my first Honda mower. Um, just 21 inch push, push mower and pick up a couple lawns at max, you know, nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so basically the next three years was throughout middle school. Um, and we definitely, I would say by my seventh or eighth grade year, 
uh, we started adding, we probably had about 15, 20, 25 lawns. Um, and I'll go more into our route density later, but, uh, basically until, uh, about three years ago or so, we never even had a trailer nor a truck. Um, so all of our lawns were super close, dense, basically all in one town, maybe a couple in the town over, but all within, uh, you know, a two minute mower ride from each other. So, you know, we could get all our lawns done on a Saturday, you know, maybe even start on a Friday. Um, but that's how the evolution of that time period went. And then by, by our third or fourth year, when we basically became sole proprietor, um, after that, we started offering a couple services, more like uh, aeration, where we would rent a, a aerator, a stand-on aerator, ride, ride around to the different properties. Um, and then we also added, you know, hedge trimming and mulch. And we, our first year at mulch, we only maybe did five to 10 cubic yards max, you know, one or two, three projects. Um, but basically each year we added a little bit more as we expanded. And then by our fourth year, um, we really started to add just about every service for the basic maintenance year round. So we added some light fertilizing, some uh, detaching. Um, we got a, a grandstand multi-force, so we were able to leverage that. So we had two stand-on mowers, and then that also added to our uh, plowing service, so that we don't have to use a walk-behind uh, snowblower anymore. I had a, I have a still an Aaron's 24 compact snowblower. It's a two-stage, but basically that year we added the grandstand. We were able to pick up about 20 or 30 driveways, and still same thing, right around to our driveways, um, and basically just you know, continue to organically grow. Um, and, uh, so by the third or fourth year, uh, we added, you know, all the hedge trimming, all that stuff year round. So, so we can make sure our clients are taken care of. Um, and then from there on, we have just continued to grow in, in our size, our service offering and our knowledge, um, of, you know, landscaping plants, everything in our local area. And, uh, yeah, so now I'm a senior in high school, um, <laughs> and this is, I believe, we're going into our what eighth eighth year, maybe seven. But uh, those first couple of years were smaller. So yeah, yeah, wow. And what what made you start this company in the first place? Like, was it like I'm just you know the typical I'm just going to do some stuff for some side money? You know, when you were in fifth grade, you know, type thing to 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 wow, I can really make something of this, or was that always your plan, or or take us through that mindset? So. I think uh, I had a couple influences. Uh, my my grandparents, whenever I went out to my grandparents, which were in Ohio, my their neighbor across the street and family friend had a John Deere sit down mower, and that might have been the uh, one of the influences that made me just like mowing. I always wanted to mow, you know, whether I was on his lap or he even let me mow a couple times over there when I was younger, you know, whatever fourth grade or whatever, you know, I was like I was loving mowing out there and that was the only opportunity I had to, because, you know, obviously we had a service here because, uh, I've never had mowed before. Um, and uh, additionally, uh, my grandparents on my other side, they have a small, uh, you know, we call it a farm, but it's not very big, maybe a hundred, 200 acres of land. And whenever I got up there, uh, I was, I was always around, you know, they would have a couple small tractors and it was basically an area just for fun, four wheelers and kind of just, being around, you know, machine, a couple of machines and, you know, it's nothing like a mechanic, but just being around, uh, mowers, whenever I went on out, uh, kind of, I would say a vacation, it was kind of a treat. So then I kind of brought that back here and said, you know, 
I, I really enjoyed it when I was up there and I'll, you know, maybe I'll just give it a shot. And, uh, sure enough, you know, I got a 21 inch mower and it went from there. Wow. That's awesome. And then, and then as you, as you were going, you were like, you know, I want to, I want to just make this a, a legitimate company and just grow this thing and keep going with it. Yeah. So I would say, um, that it kind of just naturally happened because, uh, I would say maybe two years, two or three years after I, you know, just cutting lawns. Um, I started to watch a couple of people on YouTube because naturally it's what you do. And, <laughs> you know, as I think a lot of guys have, I think most people probably first watch Geek to Freak, uh, Lawn Care, yeah, um, on YouTube, and then maybe Top Notch and a couple other guys like Blake, and who are now, you know, we're all together, you know, friends. But it's kind of crazy how uh, I think that just kind of getting onto on watching a couple people on YouTube, and then after that, I started Instagram. And I think that watching other people do it, I literally just naturally started doing it after watching people's uh, videos uh, for a couple of our services, you know, and, and I think that uh, it just kind of went from there. And basically uh, that's probably how I first made that leap. And once you, at, once you basically grow from that first mowing service, then your clients are going to keep asking for more. And that's when you just naturally by yourself kind of take it by the horns and, start adding stuff and say, you know, okay, you know, it's my first time doing it. We'll hope it turned out well. We'll give you a really fair price. And, uh, and then after that, you're on, you're on your way. So kind of went from there. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, this, your story is, is really inspiring and amazing. And you said now, right now you're 18. Yeah, I'm 18 and, uh, yeah, I'm a senior in high school. And I, I get, I gather you're, you have, amazing route density because by default, right? Because you couldn't drive, you couldn't go anywhere. I mean, I've heard the stories of people's like parents, like driving them to a, a nearby neighborhood or something and dropping them off, you know, for a couple of hours or something, you know, with their push mowers loaded in the back, you know, things like that. But obviously that's why you didn't have a truck and trailer because you couldn't, you couldn't even drive. Right. And so you had to, you had to build that route literally around your surrounding neighborhoods. Exactly. By default, exactly as you said it. And also, um, Kind of after the first couple of years when we started to grow, my my parents kept pushing on me to just keep on this path because um, even you know after a year after I had my permit, I didn't really need a truck yet necessarily and or a trailer. And I actually had a truck for about seven or eight months before I got a trailer. Um, so we were able to just keep up with that uh, that route density, and we still have that a lot of our same clients to this day, and we still have just as good of a route density, if not better, um, especially for our mowing and for our uh, snow removal services. So I've, I'm very thankful everything happened the way it did um, because of the way we're still able to conduct business and how the word gets around. Yeah, it really set you up for success, for sure. Uh, and you, you, you mentioned something about your parents. That That's something key that I wanted to ask about, too. How, how, how did your parents feel about how'd your parents feel about this initially? And, you know, compared to now, has it changed? You know, were they, were they like your cheerleaders, you know, all the way through or take us down that path? So definitely my parents are definitely my number one supporters and fans. And, uh, when I first got a mower, I think that, you know, it's probably, it's a big deal. You know, my first push mower is probably 800, $900. It's a nice Honda. And that's kind of a big deal for when you're younger, but, uh, as it, as we've grown, it's, kind of grown pretty naturally to where i mean at this point i'm you know 
of, of course, you know, they think I'm crazy, but in a good way, obviously compared to what some other, you know, maybe teenagers are doing at my age. And I think it's, they've been very, very supportive. And, uh, you know, for uh, my dad, uh, he definitely has, as our business has grown into, you know, legal LLC and all that stuff that comes with it, with taxes and insurance and all that. Um, my dad has been a very big supporter, supporter of me with helping me with a lot of the uh, kind of legal uh, stuff and all the back office business stuff that I, I don't have, you know, the, the, the knowledge of for, you know, or a degree in business yet. So it's been a very big help and they're my number one supporters. Definitely. Um, and, uh, you know, especially, you know, the, my first couple of commercial clients and, uh, you know, my dad was the one who helped me put together those proposals. I mean, these are, you know, take, take a couple of hours. And, you know, even when I was six, 15, 16 years old, putting a bid in on a commercial proposal you don't really know how to use excel or powerpoint really at that age and um you know all the pro formas and all the business models and all the business plans my dad has been very supportive and helpful with that um and i've you know i've been really grateful for that because i know that not everybody has that uh you know luxury to have somebody in their life who has you know expertise in a certain area um so that's been very helpful um and uh yeah i mean kind of dealing with having somebody in your house running a business at the same time, it's probably pretty stressful, uh, because, you know, I'm in and out all the time. <laughs> so definitely, um, yeah, it's, I, they've been my number one supporters. Not much else I think I can say about that. And I've been very fortunate because, uh, a lot of people probably would be very fed up with kind of the lifestyle at this point, you know, to, to grow a business and let somebody work out of your house and that type of thing. But I've been very thankful. Yeah, that's, I mean, that, that is awesome that you have that, that experience and, and, and that relationship, because, you know, like you said, a lot of people don't necessarily have, um, this situation that you do. And, and, and it's kind of twofold for me. I mean, for one, not only do you have, you know, uh, p- parental, you know, support as far as like, yeah, you know, go, go do your thing. You know, we're proud of you. Like, at least you're not playing video games because like from, from one, one parent to listening to your, you know, story of your, of your parents. I can totally relate. Like I would totally, um, appreciate, you know, my, my kids doing stuff versus just, you know, being around the house, playing games and watching TV all the time. I mean, yes, that's fun. And there's a time and place for all that, but that shouldn't be like your full-time job, you know, uh, sort of speak, you know, you, you should have kind of like more of a full-time job, whether that's a combination of chores and sports, hobbies, maybe jobs. I mean, starting your own business, that's, that's amazing to, you know, to me, I mean, I'm, I don't expect my kids to necessarily do that, but I mean, all of those things, I think parents typically promote that behavior over, I don't know a whole lot of parents that would that would promote their kids to just sit around and be lazy all day, every day, you know, and, and, and just do nothing but watch TV and play video games because that, that's just not really a road to success. And in my opinion, unless you become like some epic, like YouTube gamer or something and make millions, but those, those are kind of the exceptions. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the exceptions, uh, exceptions, not the norm. I mean, I know my son's kind of counting on that, but I'm like, dude, you gotta have some backup plans. All right, let's, let's stay focused here, you know, cause I mean, I'm on YouTube and all that. And he's like, I want to be on YouTube too. And I'm like, that's cool man, you know, I'll support you. But at the same time, we have to, we have to have some, some other options and stay focused in school and do all these things. Cause that's all going to help you kind of figure out what your path is later on down the road. So I can totally relate from one parent, 
you know, to, to, to another on that. But the other side is you're getting like actual like business support, you know, like you were saying and, and, and helping with your LLC and financial type stuff. And, and that's definitely something that is rare. It's one thing to have your parents support you like, yeah, go ahead, you know, get after it, you know, do your thing, but to know how to help you with it and to actually do it like that's, I feel like that's, that's a bonus right there. That's really a leg up that I feel like you've got that advantage um, for your, for your business. So that, that is definitely clutch right there for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, I, I think that a lot of people, you know, like it's mainly haters or just people who are, you know, I guess want to be in your position, but you know, people always throw out, you know, oh, we get parents money, you know, we, <laughs> yeah. you hear it all the time. And, you know, that's not true for, you know, most people's situations and not mine, but I mean, if you have, you know, when you're in business, you want to have as much support as you can. And obviously you're going to take advantage of any resources you can as in any business. So I'm just very thankful for that help. A lot of my commercial stuff and being able to take my business to my next level, it's been very helpful. So, you know, anybody just, you know, whether it's a mentor or somebody close to you, always take advantage of as much as you can to to grow your business. Yeah, for sure. And um, I, I've said this a couple of times too, a version of what you just said. And, and recently on a podcast that hasn't aired yet, I was speaking to Kyle Parks, uh, up in Maryland and, and he, he, he said, right. he said it best. I mean, I'm going to, I'm paraphrasing here, but he said it best basically about, you know, the, the younger, the, the younger you start out and, you know, you save up money and, you know, yes, you, you don't have to pay for rent or mortgage potentially. Cause you're like technically a kid or whatever, a young adult, and you might still be living home with your parents and whatnot. Uh, you might be investing. It allows you to invest and grow your business so much faster and smarter and more profitable because, you know, you don't have some of those other things that like maybe the rest of us that have wife, kids, you know, mortgage, all that kind of stuff. When you start out early like that, it's it's kind of like investing. Um, this is a kind of a hybrid of both of our conversation, myself and Kyle. So Kyle didn't say all of this, but we kind of both went back and forth. And I was talking about like investing in a 401k or investing in a Roth IRA or investing in stocks or at an early stage. Right. And then you just kind of, it just compounds itself the longer time goes on. So that the earlier you can get started with that, the better of a business you're going to have, and you can just really crush it. And I think you are really positioning yourself because of things that are that aren't necessarily your control, right? You can't control the type of parents you have, right? But fortunately, you have parents right. that, are, that are very supportive and you're, but you're taking full advantage of that in the best way possible. Like, hey, this is an opportunity for me to really get after it, really grow my business, really set my future goals and everything. And, and, and there's a lot of people that might be in that position, but they don't take advantage of that, you know? Uh, but, but you are, right. so, uh, kudos to you for, for sure. And, and I mean, it, it's, it's, I can't wait to keep diving into the rest of this conversation. Um, one, one of the thing I want to touch on before we kind of transitioned into snow was, um, so what, what's your equipment setup look like? Like what, what, you know, you said you, for the longest time, you didn't even have a truck or trailer, but now at least from the outside looking in on Instagram, you've got, you know, a bunch of different things going on now, obviously a truck and a trailer and, and different types of equipment. Uh, so outside of snow, we can go into that later, but outside of snow for your lawn and landscape, what kind of, what's your equipment setup look like today? Right. So I'll kind of go through it as, as like a, as a time period of how, how we've got the timing and how we've got it so far. So as I mentioned, we had the first, uh, we got the, the Honda mower. We still have that. Um, we have a, a Bobcat 36 inch, a quick cat mower, which was my first uh, commercial stand on mower commercial mower actually. Um, and we still use that every, every day we mow, um, which is awesome. And then 
We have a, a, a grandstand multi-course. Uh, it has a 52-inch deck. Um, we also uh, like that we have uh, we like those units because we also are able to put one of those. You probably heard of the detach company. Um, we have a detacher yes. on the front of that one in the spring, and then uh, we actually I actually bought another one in uh, January or uh, it was actually in December. I bought another multi force, so now we have two of them. Um, both have snow plows, and uh, one has a snow blower on it actually, um, so we can interchange them, and then. Uh, yeah, so we have two of those, which we love those because they're able to work year-round. Um, they, you know, they, they they rack up hours real quickly because of how much work we're putting, not put them, putting them through. But they're awesome, very dependable machines and just absolute workhorses. Um, so that's one of our main mowers that we use during the season as well. Um, and then uh, right now we have a unit from uh, Bobcat. Uh, Bobcat mowers uh, got purchased, bought out by uh, Doosan. Um, which makes the Bobcat skid steers as well. So we have uh, a 52-inch uh, uh, ZS4000 stand-on mower as well. Um, that's from Bobcat, so kind of a separate Bobcat. Um, and uh, we also have a, a Steiner uh, 450. That's a diesel, I think it's 25 horsepower. And uh, that is a compact tractor. A lot of you guys may not know about the Steiner, um, but they've been around for a long time. And uh, we have a power broom on that for the winter. Uh, you know, we'll, we can dive into that later, but uh, we'll use that mainly for winter. And then uh, looking forward to add a couple of attachments this year for hopefully, uh, you know, tilling and some other maintenance uh, applications as well. But uh, that's that for the, the mowers, I believe. And then we, we run steel, steel handheld equipment. Um, we have uh, two backpack blowers and then a couple trimmers. Um, but for our uh, trucks, we have a, a 350 with a dump insert on it, and that was one I got, I believe, uh, but about two two and a half years ago. Um, I love it. I bought it uh, used uh, with 19,000 miles, and it's a 12, 2012, so it was really low miles. Uh, personally used out from uh, out your direction, actually, it was in Maryland, um, oh. like Annapolis. Yeah. Um, and and then uh, so. Uh, that was my first truck. Did you go out? Did, that, you, did which, you go out to get that one, or did you like? How did you get that in, in Maryland? So actually, uh, a, a family member was selling it for for somebody who who had passed away. Actually, so they brought it out here, and uh, which was really awesome. So we didn't have to make the trip over there. Um, and it was actually used as a personal vehicle. Never seen salt. So I, you know, I don't know who buys the F three fifty. Personal vehicle, <laughs> you know, and they're you know when they're like eighty years old or whatever. Yeah, but uh, it was in really good condition. It's a dream and, truck, uh, maybe. You know, I think, yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know, and I think it just maybe rolled over thirty or four. I think it maybe forty thousand miles now, if that. Um, but I think I put about twenty thousand miles on since I got it. So yeah, um, and that easy dumper on the back is. This, I know there's a lot of dump insert companies out there, but this is the one that our dealer carries. And uh, I, I'm guessing we probably put you know, five, six, seven hundred, eight hundred yards of mulch through there in two years. It's been awesome. I mean, it's a workhorse and we built some awesome sides. So that's uh, that was a definitely a big game changer attachment for us. Um, and then we have uh, last about uh, probably 18 months ago in July of uh, 2020. 2019, uh, we added a 16-foot enclosed Wells Cargo trailer, um, another one that I bought very slightly used. Um, it, I think it, I got it only used it three or four times and decided it wasn't big enough. 
and uh, bought it from our dealer up in uh, McHenry, Illinois, R.A. Adams. And uh, it's awesome. It's got a landscape package, so it's got a slightly longer tongue on there for towing. And uh, it's a pretty, really nice unit. Um, and uh, that was basically our first setup. So we have, you know, we usually run one or two 52-inch mowers and then a 36. Um, and then uh, we got our green touch racks up in there. And then what, what we added this year, in, well, in 2020, was uh, my biggest purchase and investment was a uh, F450 um, dump, uh, dump truck. So we bought a chassis truck um, from actually in Indianapolis. It was used as uh, basically a vehicle for Enterprise to uh, transport cars back and forth between, I think, like Indianapolis and maybe Kentucky or something like that for their rental cars, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it had... 35,000 miles on it, highway maintained. So that was a really nice purchase. So we got the chassis and it was, it was exactly what I was looking for because I, I was looking for a truck that has all of functions that I need in it. So I, it has a crew, a crew, uh, crew, uh, crew cab, and then it has the long chassis in the back. So we have a 16 or a 12 foot Monroe dump body on it. Um, and that has toolboxes and all that. So that's pretty sweet. That was a big deal for me because we can fit about 12 yards of uh, material in there, uh, all the way packed. So that was my biggest purchase in 2020. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so we're uh, looking to grow and, uh, our next, our next big thing is, uh, looking for land to, uh, purchase and, uh, hopefully build the shop and, uh, maybe 2021 or, uh, break ground and hopefully 2021 is the year we break ground, but maybe it'll be 2022, but that's our next big thing. Wow. What, where do you keep all that now in storage, like local storage facility or around your house? Uh, a lot of it's uh, around, basically my, I got a shed still. So we keep a lot of that in the shed and uh, yeah, I mean, basically I have a, I have a storage yard is where I keep mo- most of the, the equipment is in the trailer. I, I rent two spots. Um, they're just like single parking spots and I have a trailer and my dump truck there. It's about 15 minutes away. Yeah. And, uh, that's where I keep most of my equipment, but you know, a couple of hand tools to keep in our shed, but, uh, most of it's, uh, in our, uh, enclosed trailer and it's just sitting there for the winter. But, uh, yeah, that's why we're, uh, we're overflowing and ready for a shop. <laughs> nice. Wow. That's, that is awesome, man. Awesome, uh, story and background and equipment set up. And uh, is it just you and your brother still, or do you, I, I feel like I've seen some more folks with you. So, um, my brother doesn't, he doesn't work that very much, maybe once a week at most. He's got school and athletics and stuff like that. But so I, I would say for the last three or four years, we've had, uh, or maybe five years even, we've had a lot of part-time guys. Um, and then this last year, we had uh, three or four guys who would work four or five days a week um, in the summer or throughout the, in this fall, this past fall, actually. Um, over the summer, uh uh, we had about, it was me and about eight or nine guys in a day, actually. Um, and then in the spring, it was probably me and six guys. So uh, we have been, basically, we have a lot of younger guys, uh, part-time guys, and a lot of guys who work regularly even. Um, but it's nothing, you know, no, not full employment. But, uh, yeah, so, we, you know, on our average day, we'll have three guys, four guys. And then um, in, in our kind of peak seasons, which is spring and in summer, uh, that's when we'll we'll have you know six to eight guys a day. Um, so that's like a couple yeah, of so crew, a couple of know, crews that you have out there mowing. Yeah, so uh, basically, I would say mowing is probably uh, accounts for we have about eighty or ninety mowing clients, and uh, 
that takes about two days for us. So usually the rest of the week and the we're doing, we really actually prioritize uh, basically all other service besides mowing is, is what takes up most of our time. Um, we have, uh, we probably did about 500, 600 yards of mulch last year. So that kept us really, us really busy. Um, we grew a lot into landscaping and uh, installation of just, you know, softscapes of, you know, smaller, medium jobs. Um, but a lot of the uh, mulch was really probably our biggest revenue stream last year. Um, uh, we probably, did, as I said, probably five or 600 yards and that kept us really busy. Um, but we do, uh, mulling is, is probably two days a week. Um, so we basically fill the other three or four days with everything else, whether it's, you know, uh, installation of, you know, some plants or mulch or hedge trimming, uh, you know, up here, we basically get a, a really nice well-rounded four season business. So we're, we're pretty busy always. Um, and then, yeah, so then we do cleanups in the fall and moms and all that stuff. So, you know, we're, we're, we're running pr- a pretty good amount of crew. And I think that, uh, that this year was a big change for me because I got a lot more out of the field, which is something I, I, I definitely do miss because I'm still in the field a lot and especially for snow, but, uh, in the fall, it just got really busy with school to where, um, you know, I, I didn't get out in the field very much, but, uh, it, it's been, it's definitely a blessing and, uh, it's, it's where a lot of people aim, aim to take their business and I'm glad I've taken it that direction. Wow. What, um, and where have you found the majority of, of, of your help? Has it been, you know, like got like other guys that, you know, or friends of friends, or, or have you gone out and found just like complete strangers, like on indeed Craigslist, that type of thing? I don't think we've ever had a person who's been a stranger. Uh, it's all within our personal network, uh, usually friends of friends or, uh, yeah, usually friends of friends. I have, uh, actually, I think Jay Jacobs had the same story, but I found a lot of people from, uh, even my church, my youth group personally, because I'm in the youth group, uh, we probably, you know, 25% of our, our labor probably comes from, um, people in my youth group and, and, uh, and at school, um, yeah. for our part-time guys. So, you know, same thing for uh, how we get our commercial clients and a lot of our, you know, a lot of our clients is all in my, in our personal and professional networks. A lot of my crew is even, you know, people my age who go to my school or my youth group, uh, you know, friends of friends. And, uh, you know, we've gotten a couple from Instagram and social media who shot me a message, but, uh, you know, it's, it's really nice because we feel like a family because, you know, most guys know each other because we're all in the same community. Awesome. Well, I I have a lot more questions to to ask for you. I really want to know how you juggle all this while still being in high school and then dive into snow, but I want to take a short break first. Kanabi Outdoor Power and Terry's Small Engine are family-owned and operated and conveniently located in Midlothian, Virginia. They can provide you with the latest and best in outdoor power products to make your outdoor living more enjoyable. Combine this wide array of selections with their friendly and knowledgeable staff, and they're convinced Kanabi Outdoor Power and Terry's Small Engine will become your only stop for all of your outdoor power needs. Go to terrysmallenginerepair.com or click the link in the show notes for locations and more details. Hey guys, it's LCR. Most of you know that I love me some sunglasses, right? I've been trying these Toro Eyewear Polarized Sunglasses this winter. Polarized sunglasses get rid of glare from driveways, vehicles, water, snow, and anywhere there's normally blinding glare. This is amplified over the winter seasons while we're outside working. I'm no scientist, but you guys know what I'm talking about. The sun is always more blinding in the winter. 
Anyway, normally polarized sunglasses bother me, but not these. So if you want to give them a try and save 15%, use code LONCAREROOKIE by clicking the link in the show notes or going directly to their website, ToroEyewear.com. Now that's Toro spelled T-O-R-O-E, eyewear. Not like Toro the Mowing Company, it's Toro Eyewear. Again, that's T-O-R-O-E, eyewear.com. So go ahead and check that out. Oh, and did I mention there's a lifetime replacement warranty? If you lose them or they get stolen, they replace them. For real. So go ahead on their website and check it out. Again, that's ToroEyewear.com. T-O-R-O-E Eyewear.com. You're listening to the LCR Media Podcast. All right, we're back with Christian CNI Services, and man, he's 18 and crushing it right now. And we just went all into all kinds of stuff about his his services that he offers. Obviously, his equipment, his whole backstory, and it's 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 very inspirational, motivational. The younger you start off in, in any kind of business, but especially you know the green industry with lawn and landscape, that the better you're going to do. You have that compounding compounding interest, if if you will, of just really reinvesting in your business and learning and growing. And um, before you kind of get out on your own with a mortgage and you know possibly a family and all that added on, if you have the whole structure built already, then it's it's just going to kind of take on a, a life of its own, and you can just kind of steer the ship there. Um, but I also wanted to say, uh, for, for those that want a visual, um, Christian, why don't you plug your Instagram? Cause that's, that's definitely where we get all the visuals there. You're constantly posting and also putting stuff on your stories of, of everything snow now, but just everything in general, if people want to see what everything you said looks like your setup and your services. Yeah. So, uh, my Instagram's at C and I services LLC. It kind of looks like candy. So a lot of <laughs> yeah. guys look, you know, yeah. candy or something, but <laughs> yeah, it's C and I services. And then also I'm trying to be more active on YouTube. It's uh, C and I services LLC as well. We got, uh, a couple of uh, snow videos up there and, uh, trying to be more active on that. Um, but yeah, you, you know, our, our, one thing I like about our content is that it's kind of like out of the ordinary, I would say, um, you know, a lot of the equipment we use, as you guys will find in, when we talk about snow here, is kind of uh, it's kind of like an anomaly. And, you know, you get a lot of funny looks when you're riding around because uh, a lot of our equipment is pretty unique and interesting um, for compact equipment for snow. You know, our, you know, our dump truck is kind of like a custom built one that I really put my pride into that you don't really see those every day. So I think that you guys will like our content. And, yeah, if you have a chance to check it out, uh, well, feel free to come over. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and so, so how, how do you juggle all of this while still going to high, to high school? You're a senior in high school now, right? But this whole time you've been in school, obviously. Right. So we have had a really awesome crew, um, this, this last year. And it's been, uh, awesome because I've been able to delegate a little of my responsibility to them and, uh, for the work in the field and, uh, focus on school. But for, uh, you know, the last, I would say the earlier years of my business, it would be, you know, first couple of years would be mainly after school or on a weekend. Um, and then, uh, you know, as, as we've grown, we've had more consistent, you know, work, work. And over the last two years, we've had basically a crew taking care of some of our work. And this in 2020, we made the jump over to, you know, um, mainly having, you know, two crews out there getting a lot of that work done for us. Um, but, you know, it's just really hard work. It's kind of what it comes down to hard work, uh, a lot of sleepless nights and, uh, you know, using one thing I always emphasize is if you use your, you got to use your personal and professional network to your most to learn how to do everything the most efficient, the best quality way you can. 
um, and, you know, you know, for finding, you know, how we find our, how did I find my storage space for my truck and trailer? That's my personal network, you know? So a lot of things you're able to do in your personal and professional network is you could take advantage for helping your business become more efficient, profitable, and, you know, ultimately have a better uh, final product for your clients. Um, but, you know, it kind of just goes back to hard work and uh, everything kind of, you know, seems to fall into line after that. Um, you know, I think that one thing I take pride on for myself is that I'm a, I'm a serious student at the same time as going to school. Um, you know, over high school, I've, I've added a couple AP and honors classes throughout my uh, time. And I think I have maybe two APs and two or three honors classes. And I think that I want to really separate myself by uh, being well-educated. And I think that, uh, you know, I'm, my, I, I do plan to go to college and keep the business running at the same time. And I think that uh, having a, a good education will kind of set you apart from the rest and uh, really allow you to grow, scale your business. Um, so I think that just working really hard and, uh, you know, using, uh, as we said before about, you know, I, my dad will help me with some of my contracts or whatever, you know, just using as many use all the resources you have accessible to you to your full stability and just work hard and uh, have an awesome team. And that's, I think that's what we've really uh, helped us grow and get to where we are right now. Nice. So what is your future goal with your company? Are you trying to grow this thing to like, you know, a million dollars plus, or, you know, like, uh, you know, however many crews, like, do you have any kind of goals like that? Or you just want to just have fun and just let it ride and see where it goes? Uh, I, I would like to uh, continue to uh, expand and uh, keep growing. I think that my goal is to continue to really get into the landscaping, insulation, design, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll add a team member or two this year that knows how to do, uh, you know, hardscaping, hardscaping, and uh, is proficient in aquascaping as well. So kind of keeping our business in a similar track, but by by being able to provide our clients a, a better service and you know, adding a couple of team members who really know plants and diseases and everything about, you know, the soil amendments and that type of stuff and just continue to cater to our clients because uh, we're in a fortunate spot where our, our market, you know, most families are, you know, upper middle class, some you know, an upper class around here. So we have some really, we're fortunate to have some really beautiful properties to work with. So a, a lot of our, uh, our operations are just to continue to meet the needs of our clients around here. And that will definitely help us grow and uh, continue to keep a bit good route density. And uh, yeah, I mean, continue to grow. And, uh, you know, obviously I think everybody's goal is to be a million plus company. And I think that is uh, very achievable, you know, a couple of years from now, but uh, I think that kind of keep on the same track of having really continuous growth and uh, being able to continue to add something of value to your clients every year. And uh, I think that uh, as we talk about snow here, um, we're going to continue to, uh, grow in our commercial snow removal. And, uh, yeah, I think that's a good pathway to that. Well, you guys are not going to want to miss part two of this two part series that wasn't intended. I, I had no idea how much knowledge Christian had. He is just full of knowledge for an 18 year old young man that is has has the future ahead of him wide open i mean he can just do whatever he wants so much going on uh we you know we're, we're gonna dive in i promise we're diving into snow and you don't want to miss part two where we really dig in to all of his snow services and everything snow he is just killing the game out there in in the chicago area 
um, with Snow. If you know him or followed him on Instagram or have checked that after this episode, you will definitely want to stay tuned for Thursday's episode, part two, where we talk about everything Snow and all of the tips and tricks and everything he's learned through success and failure for Snow. So I will see you on that episode. Hey guys, before you head out, if you could do me a quick favor and go on the podcasting app that you're listening to this episode on and click follow or subscribe, it would mean a lot. Thanks. Mr. Producer here, and if you're enjoying Naylor's podcast, I recommend you head on over to his YouTube channel at LCR and see what else he's doing for the community and become a part of the LCR Media Network. Just click join next to the subscribe button and you'll have instant access to exclusive training videos, a private Facebook group to network with other members, and live streams with Naylor. You'll get access to every YouTube video before anybody else does, and you can even schedule Zoom one-on-one video calls with the Lawn Care Rookie and talk about anything you may need help with in your business, like best types of equipment, going part-time to full-time, how to get the best route density, finding your ideal clients, finding employees, or just anything else you need help with. Again, all of this exclusive access is for LCR Media Network members only. Just click join next to the subscribe button on the LCR YouTube channel and be a rookie for life. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.